Hey guys, Counselor Glenn with Bridging the Gap, where we talk about bridging the generational gap as well as the wealth gap. We literally take you step by step and tell you how to bridge that gap from where you are to where you want to be uh, from the aspect of a boomer, somebody that's been there, done that, and the exer. Hope you guys enjoyed the content. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our channel and make sure you hit the bell notification. We want to let you know as soon as we drop something, we want you guys to get it. We want you to be first. So make sure you do those two things for us and we can't wait to drop some more content. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you're watching. Welcome to Bridging the Gap, episode number 26. I'm your host, Counselor Glenn. Hey guys, William V. Thompson. 26 episodes in. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, man. I think we had tremendous response. People are getting the word around. We're getting some good feedback. The people are learning. And not only learning, counsel, but people are doing this and making money. So that does my heart good like it does yours. That's great, man. You guys can help us out a ton by liking this channel, sharing it with your friends, and subscribing to our YouTube, man. We we have an Instagram page. We got something on TikTok, but we really need you guys to like, share, and subscribe. So 26, what are we talking about today? Man, we're going to talk about something that you are teaching and training me on as we're recording this morning. Uh, we're talking about creating money, but going online. Got it, got you know, it. You know, you got to remember being a boomer, uh, that was just something that's foreign to me, online making money. I guess you went online maybe to, all we thought about online was Facebook and see how people are doing. <laughs> but now the whole world is moving online. So I want to just share some things. I want you to share some things You've shared with me over time. So you ready to get rolling? Let's do it. Okay. You know, the first thing talks about expanded market. Okay. You know, in, in, in my world as a boomer, I would basically do business with people I could see and touch. But what about online when I use the word expanded market? Who who are my potential clients? Yeah. You remember, I, I'll, let me think for a second. I remember they used to say that um, it was a, we were competing with our classmates. That, well, that you said it well. That's it. Yeah. And now it's a global market. That's it. Wow. Because of the internet. So mm-hmm. I can make, I can sell to people in other countries, other time zones. It's not yeah. just who I can drive to. I got you. Or who will come to my storefront, but I can now via the internet make sales to people in China, Japan, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, by because of the power of the internet, so that market is expanded now. Yeah. So I'm not limited to in my area code, my city, or my sphere of influence per se, or where I can drive to. Yeah. And my understanding, and maybe wrong. Is let's say if I'm selling a, a product like sneakers, and okay. if there's somebody, let's say in Japan or Russia or wherever it may be, there's no type of tariffs or international law that kind of stuff I got to deal with. Not that I'm aware of. You may have some uh, shipping costs. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt about that, man. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I don't think you have any anything crazy like that to do. I mean, yeah, I remember we've been shipping goods across <laughs> nations for you. You're right. Hundreds of years, That's centuries. It. That's it. Uh, so we've just, you know, made that process a lot smoother, obviously, with the online sales. Okay. So, so to my, I use the word Xers and boomers and even builders out there. Keep in mind, it's an expanded market. The second thing is the automation of it. Again, back in my old school day, somebody would come in, they'd see something they wanted, and I'd sell it to them. Or if I was out of it, I would ship it. I mean, shipping was, I'm going to ship you your product, and you <laughs> may get it in a few weeks. But the whole automation thing. Man, automation is key. Like, I remember me and my wife just went to a store, and they asked for our zip code. I'm like, what do you need our zip code for? Well, you know, we use that to track how far customers are traveling to come to our store. Or even we went to, um, what store did we just go to? Men's Warehouse. No, no, Kanji. Okay, yeah. Uh, a shirt that she bought she wanted another color from. 
Uh, you didn't get you a suit, man? No, I didn't get a suit. Come on, preacher, man. Let's get you a suit. I've only worn two this year, so <laughs> I'm about three for 179 for no, it. <laughs> but, yeah, so they asked for a phone number. I, I gave them my number. I've gotten like five texts from them already since okay. I've been about sales that they have. And that's part of the automation process is they turn one sale into three or four. I love it. Uh, and, again, you know, it used to be where you – had to like keep a book, you know, all right, this product will last so-and-so this many months. So let me call them in two months. Whereas now you can send an email to automate it, a text message um, and and just have them order online and auto ship. Yeah. And and that's powerful because I'm getting, I'm thinking that when that happens, let's say if you decide to get that suit and they may not have it in in stock, but it may be in their warehouse in X, Y, and Z or another store may have it. So literally without you coming back to the store, them having it, they touch touch their database, and it may be shipped from California because that's who has it. That's how it works. Even like this planner I use, it's a okay. um, a daily planner. It's called My Focus Planner. I I put it on auto shipment, so I buy I get one every quarter, and I get an email: Hey, your shipment is getting ready to process. They charge me like five dollars to ship it. But again, they made one sale once, and for the next three quarters, they're going to automatically ship me one that costs them no extra dollars like it. in marketing, um, you know, to hook me again, but it's automated. I like it. I yeah. like, it. Hey guys, it's time to vote now. I think y'all should vote and tell council to get me one of those for my birthday. <laughs> so let's go. We need to get a lot of response on to get the old man a planner so he can stay up to date. Okay. Right. But, but, but let's bring it back to where people really want to know how to make money. And again, mm-hmm. Before we were preparing, and I'm looking over the last year, you've given me multiple ways, and you've helped Joe and I to remain to become relevant by being online. And there are about 10 things I just briefly want to share with our audience. And again, all 10 of these will not be applicable to them. Mm-hmm. And I, we often say, stop looking at what you don't have, but let's focus in on what you do have because it's what you do have that creates what you don't have. All right, here we go. You got me started, us started in courses. Okay. How in the world can I do courses online, and why would people listen to me? Everybody is consuming information. You think about how much uh, people watch videos on True. YouTube. I mean, it's it's a people consume information. But one thing people fail to realize is everyone is an expert at something. something. That's a good point. That's an excellent point. Everyone's an expert at something, and all you have to do is package what you're an expert okay. in and get in front of the people who want to become an expert in what you're you. an expert in. Yeah. You're right, but I've seen people online making money in doing yoga. I mean, how to, I mean, you would think you'd go to YouTube, get a book, and you're fine, but these people are experts because they've gotten some tremendous benefits, and people are buying their courses like six figures. One lady I saw. Yeah. Most people that are selling courses, not most, but a lot of people that are really good mm-hmm. at it. Okay. They have receipts or, or okay. proof that they are experts in what they're experts in. And what you. people will do is they'll pay a premium to learn the step-by-step process to be what I like you that. Want. I got you. you know, YouTube may not always get that for you. You may have yeah. to search and find and uh, trial and error. But if I, if somebody who's doing it or has done it is telling me that they're going to, uh, in, in a sense, coach me. I got you. Maybe even in a group setting how to do it for a premium. Let's do it because it's going to speed up my process. I love it. I love it. So remember that point. Everybody's an expert in something. You just have to find out that something for you. Okay. The I, second, I'm sorry. I've seen people sell courses on how to recover from divorce. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, all kind of stuff, how to get over postpartum. Um, just you name a topic, you, let your mind run around. Literally, you can become an expert in an area and, and make a course on it. 
Well, that sounds good to me. All right. Second thing is what I call new tangible products. In other words, I'm hearing that you can go online and find underpriced items from people like Amazon and resell them and make a profit. People do it all the time, man. I have Amazon Amazon stores where they don't have any inventory. They don't even ship it out. They just find something that's underpriced, buy it by bulk, and resell it. And and, and this is new stuff. Yes. Get oh that that's great. Okay. So new stuff people normally buy it like by the pallets. Okay, okay, I guess because you. it's underpriced and they know it is. So they've done some research or their homework on it and um, buy it in bulk and then list it at what it should be priced at and sell it and, and make the spread. And I can sell to people in North Carolina, in North Dakota, overseas, California, anywhere. overseas. Yeah. Again, folks, again, there's no age limit. Nope. You don't need a whole lot of money, just the knowledge and the tenacity to develop your step-by-step process. That's it. I like it. All right. Number three, older products. I mean, I mean, you guys are telling me that people are selling sneakers. I got a friend of mine that goes to a flea market and finds clothes and sell them. Give me some more insight about the older stuff. Man, <laughs> people are buying vintage stuff, especially sneakers. I mean, they really don't lose value. Yeah, I, got, um, I got a pair of, my wife always gets on me because I, I bought a pair of uh, bread, some 11s. It's like, you never wear them. Why'd you even buy them? I'm like, I don't want to mess them up. If I yeah, ever yeah. You know, run across hard times and need some yeah. money, I can sell them for more than I bought them for. And, and you think about it like, um, I know a guy, I was at a conference, and he had on a nice suit. And I was like, man, how much? that's custom. He's like, man, I bought this at the uh, thrift store for $11. Oh, my God. Yeah. When they got it tailored. You know, the key to him was you got to go every week. You can't just go once or twice. Like, you have to consistently go and, and check it out. But yeah, man, old items, um, like finding um, Pokemon cards. Yeah, wow. Trading cards are huge. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, going to yard sales and finding yeah. stuff that people are giving away, and you you know what the value is. Gary V does it all the time. Now you got um, to educate the boy. Who's Gary V? Uh, how you pronounce his last name? Vendor Check? Okay, that's close enough. Yeah, I figure, okay. So he's a marketing guy. Okay. Um, he, his, his, his his mouth may be a little foul for you, so I'm going to give your heads up if you look him up. But he's just big on taking action, man. That, that, well, that's it. That's, that's his it, big man. thing on taking action. And he's literally showing people how you can take 100 bucks and turn it into 1000 going to yard sales. I love it. So, I mean, he does it all the time just to show people it's possible. He, he has a huge following and plenty of money that he doesn't need to. But again, he's trying to show people that hey, it's possible. Yeah. And again, guys, we, you know, we're on podcast 26. Go back to our prior lessons that we gave people a lot of tips mm-hmm. on ways to create money. So sure, if you're going to buy products, whether it's old or new, you need money. But we've shown you how to create money. All right. What about some services? What, what about if I'm good at consulting, advising, marketing, et cetera? How can I make online with just running my mouth? Get in front of enough of the right people to need your service. Man, it's people that pay you to proofread. <laughs> yes. It's, if you Fiverr.com, for example. The boy, that's why. And explain to some of our audience, what, where's Fiverr? So Fiverr is a site where you can go to as a consumer to yeah. purchase uh, services, advertising, marketing, graphic designs, resumes, PowerPoints, proofreading. Also, if I'm selling, um, if I'm the business person, I can uh, set up a profile on Fiverr to uh, solicit business business from people, offer the services that I provide and have them purchase from me. I can you can literally go to Fiverr and get somebody to proofread a document for you. That is incredible. And that brings back a principle that we teach about 
imitate until you can innovate. You know, you find companies like Fiverr who are making, I think they're publicly traded too. I think so. Yeah, they're a publicly traded company. And imagine you studying their model. And they, mm-hmm. they offer no services. All they do is create a platform where people can exchange money for services. That's, That's it. it. That's it. And they got enough uh, coming enough traffic from both directions where that's they amazing. can create advertising dollars that probably get some of the money that's exchanged. But I mean, that's a win-win. You can literally, I mean, voiceovers, proofreading, resume writing. Uh, if you're good at some Facebook marketing, if you can manage social media accounts, uh, you know how to get people followers on uh, YouTube or Instagram. People, somebody will pay you for that. I like it. I like it. And even what I have found is becoming really big. It's online tutorial. Yep. A lot of times kids in Japan, Japan, Japanese, <laughs> Japan and China want their kids to learn English. And I've seen a lot of Americans or those who understand English share and they're making 20 and 30 and sometimes $50 an hour. And they're at home in their PJs. Teaching English. That's it. So now, now here's one I hadn't quite wrapped my mind around and some of you all will understand it better. Influencers. I understand that people out there that are influencers that are making six and seven figures a year because of what? (laughs) Because of their following. Mm -hmm. So if you have a large enough following, um, companies will literally pay you uh, to tweet out, take a picture of, share it on Instagram, you with their product. And you see it all the time, man. Like we, you know, a guy, um, uh, Tim Shropshire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Shop if he's watching. Yeah. He's gotten a big enough following where he has a thing now is promote with Shop, where food companies clean. I seen a funeral company he did a commercial for, but he has a large enough following where people will pay him to do a you know a mini commercial yeah. skit type you know setup where he'll either do a food tasting. Um, he has mm-hmm. an organizer come in to organize his office. He's been to a funeral home. <laughs> And I That's mean, powerful. again, he's getting it in front in front of enough eyeballs, and he has the viewers, he has the the, the numbers to back up. You know, hey, listen, if I promote your product, it's going to get in front of the right people. Yeah. Now, now give us old hits. What's an idea of the number of followers? I know it's probably a, a subjective question, but about how many would I need that somebody would generally begin to pay me? I got you. So okay. you know, obviously, YouTube the matching number is a thousand. Okay. I'm going to look up Tim right now. Okay, do that, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and Tim, I guess he started in the comedian, and he's grown. And, you know, he, he even though he's not planning on dying anytime soon, he's promoting a funeral home. So you got some numbers for us? He got 45,000 followers on Instagram. 45. 45. So, so, you're, so potentially him making, I'll be conservative, five figures a year, maybe up to um, – I don't know, fifty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars may be possible with that. Easy, just off promoting other companies, man. I mean, it's it's crazy, but it's working. And again, he does stand up comedy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you check him out, he, <laughs> he got some good stuff, man. Uh, he got one with a mechanic. He does a lot of food reviews too. That's his thing. But uh, yeah, Tim is doing again. But the I was trying to look up a tweet I saw years ago. It was trying to show. The value of a LeBron James tweet. Wow. And it's and it's crazy because today, you know, like today's athletes, for instance, you know, it used to be just contracts and maybe a shoe deal. But now they're on so many commercials and even their platform, um, LeBron, their platform provides them with it if they wanted to monetize it. Wow. 
it, it's incredible the value that it could, it could bring. So LeBron James, uh, one tweet from him is valued at $140,000. I'm sorry, one tweet. If he tweeted out something, he has 23. This is as of 2015, so this is okay. a little dated. But his his a sponsored tweet for LeBron is valued at $140,000. Wow, and that was 2015. Exactly. All right. <laughs> hey, guys, we know you might never get to that point. But a Tim Shropshire, five years ago, we never would have thought Tim would have gotten there. Exactly. And Tim, But now Tim's possibly, and again, Tim, a lot of shout out to you, man. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff that you have to start planning on because it's possible and it's it's free platforms that are being used. Yep. Okay. Let me do, I got a couple of more that we'll begin to bring things to a wrap. Oh, what about if people just have hardcore things? I, I got a tangible book. You know, I need to digitize it, but right now it's tangible. Yeah. I mean, is there a market even for that? Uh, yeah, you can sell it on Amazon. Uh, you can you could definitely move that book. Um, okay. Even if you create like a a podcast to go along with okay. it, a blog, a Facebook page yeah. to gather a following. Um, absolutely, you can monetize that. Sell it online, not just to you know out of your trunk or yeah. when you go to speaking events, but you can list that thing online. Yeah, I, I know. My first book I wrote like maybe, I don't know, 18 years ago or so. And somehow it got into Amazon. I mean, I'm not sure how it is, but Amazon, it's like, well, my book is on Amazon. Oh, God. I did get my book. <laughs> but the whole thing is my publisher, in turn, they work things out. And, of course, I get a little piece of the pie. But it is amazing the outlets out there for anybody. And, and here's my final one. I know there's probably another, a lot more. Yeah, a lot more. But you talk about being like a broker or a deal. You, you talked about loads for trucking. You talked about real estate. Give us some insight if I want to be a broker, the, the, the deal maker. Yeah, so something that you talked me out of, and probably rightfully so, I was looking <laughs> at getting into trucking, man, just because I saw a lot of people that were um, doing it. Um, and, and some people, like, they dabbled in real estate, they dabbled in trucking, they dabbled in a couple things. Um, but right now, trucks are ridiculously high. The price for them, man, you overpaying. 18 months ago, maybe not even that long, uh, one of my buddies, you met him. He came in here. Um, uh, uh, I remember. He yeah. came in here um, and talked to us about trucking, just the, the ups and downs. But he said, man, he could buy a truck, buy one, get one half off. Used to. January 2020. Okay. That's how, you know, you know, slow. slow the or, you know, now you're paying 50% overvalue on trucks. Um, and, and that's in the car industry in general. If you have, if you take a look at cars that, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's almost God. like the housing market, but instead of getting in a trucking business to buy and a truck and have a, somebody else drive and have to worry about them picking up loads on time and showing up for work and driving the amount of miles necessary for it to be profitable for both of you broker the load. Mm-hmm. I like that. Find the loads and find somebody else, a few other people that have trucks and drivers and, and need loads to make money and broker the loads and make that 20% spread. I like it. I love it. You know, And I'm just going to simply say this. If you don't understand this and you're not doing it, get around some millennials like your council and others who've helped me tremendously. You know, by God's grace, more than half of our business here are people I have never met. People that found us somewhere on the IG or the Facebook or the YouTube or the blog, et cetera. So I'm going to tell you, it's been a blessing to my family and our company. So just because you don't know it now does not mean you cannot learn it. So take the time to, and even if you know it, ask yourself, how can I improve 
to take my Zoom, my IG, my marketing, my blog to the next level. Yeah, and I want to leave with this, man. You know, a quote I heard, listened to a Bigger Pockets podcast this morning. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm literally zoning in on the real estate. But he said, um, it's a, uh, Elrod is the last name. Okay. Um, your perfect morning, miracle mornings. He wrote a lot of those books. The quote is, every result that you desire is preceded by a process needed to produce the result. Okay, give it to me one more time. One more time. Every result okay. that you desire okay, I got is way. preceded okay. by a process needed to produce the result. I love it. When you define your process and commit to it for an extended period of time, the results take care of themselves. And that hit home with me because, again, about three years ago, you blessed me. We were going out to a vacation, my family and I. You gave me a book about process. Mm -hmm. And it really helped me take all my ideas, good ideas, and they became much better because I now have a simple five-step process. So, guys, listen to this over and over again, particularly that last part. When you get that and understand the power of a process, all those ideas and thoughts are a lot easier to monetize. Yeah, and it, it it made me remember something you always say: making money should be boring. Yeah, and it really should because you're just doing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over again. That's right. That's all it is. It's just repeating the process. It is, man. It and is. Results will take care of themselves. I love it. Well, again, guys, I'm going to close this out here. <laughs> hey, make sure that you like, you share, you get the word out on what we're doing here, bridging the gap. Old and young people do this. And life needs to change. Again, I'm William V. Thompson. Councilor Glenn. See you next week.